Welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to advance in leadership, then this podcast is for you. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker, and Monique Marquez, senior corporate leader, ex-Googler, and diversity expert. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Hi, everyone. I'm Monica, your host for this Beyond Barriers episode. And today I wanted to talk about executive presence. Now, on the Beyond Barriers podcast and Beyond Barriers, kind of these sessions that we do on LinkedIn Live, we have talked about executive presence several times, but it's something that keeps coming up in a lot of the Beyond Barriers accelerator programs that we do uh, with women and individuals who are looking to accelerate their success. And executive presence is something that is constantly coming up. So I thought, you know what, I should probably do another episode on it just to talk about it because it's something that seems so elusive and mystical that people are trying to put their thumb on to figure out how do they get executive presence for themselves. Now, executive presence is really you know, one of these things where we ask ourselves, is it a skill or a trait that people are born with? Because it's often a term that we see as something intangible, um, something mystical that we struggle to really understand, but we know that it's important, right? Uh, but we want to understand what it is and how do we get it? And so I wanted to talk about that some more in this episode, because given the fact that so many people are constantly asking me about it, or they trip up when we try to express what it is and why it's so important, we wanted to spend some more time on it. It's, it's really worth it. And hopefully this will help you all um, start working towards and getting more executive presence. So when I cut to the chase, executive presence is absolutely critical but it doesn't need to be mysterious or this kind of intangible, elusive skill that you need. And that's exactly what it is. It's a skill. It's not a trait. That means it's something that you can cultivate. It's something that you can develop. And it's really a set of learned behaviors that enable you to command attention and exude confidence. And when you exude confidence, it inspires others. So let's break it down a little bit and try to really understand why is executive presence important? Now, have you ever wondered why one person with the same exact skills and qualifications gets promoted over another person? Many times it boils down to executive presence. Now, while doing nationwide research, author Sylvia Ann Hewlett found that one thing that is more important than your merit and your skill is your presence. And according to her research, executive presence accounted for 26% of what it takes to get promoted to leadership positions. So another interesting research fact that I found was that Gartner did a survey of CIOs and they it revealed that executive presence came in second, number two among the top 20 leadership traits. So I think by just sharing those statistics, we know how important executive presence is. And by presence, 
What all of the research, what Sylvia and all of those interpret is that presence is the unique, distinguishable quality that you bring into any room just by entering it. And they claim that the trait is a make or break factor for whether others will see you as worthy of listening to or following. And so as you can see, executive presence is a vital leadership characteristic that can set you apart in a competitive field. So let's really break it down and let's begin with what is executive presence? And I'm going to really rely on a lot of the research that Sylvia and Hewlett did because it is really easy to understand and it's tangible and it's easy for you to put into place or really dissect what it is that you need to do. So first and foremost, Sylvia and Hewlett identified three main components of executive presence. It was your gravitas, which really is how you act, right? Your communication is how you speak and your appearance is what you look like, right? But here's the catch. Even though these three areas are important, they are valued at a very different level. They have a different level of impact when it comes to executive presence as a whole. Gravitas stands for 67% of executive presence. Communication, the impact of communication has 28% impact. And appearance only accounts for 5% of the kind of overall importance of what makes executive presence. But the important thing to mention, though, is that while appearance is only 5% of what executive presence is made of, it is the filter through which gravitas and communication are evaluated. So in other words, if you don't have the right look or you aren't dressed for success, then you may not really be able to garner the executive presence that you're looking for, right? So at the end of the day, you have to dress for success to get people to listen to what you want to say and to hear and be influenced by you. So let's dive into each one of them, though, because gravitas in itself as well is one of those elusive things of what does that mean? Gravitas is the ability to exude integrity, calmness, and confidence under those really pressure situations and circumstances. And the secret to great executive presence really lies in finding the sweet spot between being that compassionate leader, that authentic leader, but still making tough decisions and being able to decide and help people move forward and making those hard choices and owning it with confidence and integrity. It means that you will ultimately exude a, that gravitas. And the hard thing about making decisions and being decisive is, is that you have to be okay with the criticism that comes with your decision, right? So that's why you really have to understand how do you make better decisions, right? You, up, you look at the upside, the downside, can you live with the downside? Because it doesn't matter what decision you make, whenever you make a decision, whenever you decide, you divide. And there's always going to be people who agree with you and people who disagree with you. But what you really need to be able to do is be able to make those decisions with confidence and move forward. That's what people are looking for. So as long as you can communicate why you did what you did, people will at the very least respect you 
And that is what gravitas is. Now, communication is also key, but good communication is really about the how much more than the what you say. The interesting statistic is that 90% of communication is how you deliver your message and only 10% is the words that you use to share that message. And so strong communication skills are an accurate representation of whether you are qualified as a leader, right? How you present yourself, your opinions, giving perspective is important. And that is what really people are looking for. So you have to really start thinking about, you know, showing yourself as being completely human, but having a perspective, standing up for what you believe, sharing your thoughts and your perspectives so that people can understand that you have a say, that your voice matters. And really thinking about how do you communicate with people, making sure that you are relating with people, you're reading your audience, right? That you're sharing insights, you're sharing stories, and you are really being able to read the room and adjust your way of speaking depending on who you're talking about. And then really thinking about, you know, who are you speaking to? Are you using proper grammar? Are you relating to them? really thinking about the pitch of your voice, the emotion in your voice, and really being important of being that active listener, you know, getting that feedback from people as well and reflecting back what you've heard and answering the questions that people are asking. So communication is really important, but remembering it's how you deliver the message more than the words that you are using, but also being cognizant of who you're talking to and adjusting the way that you talk to them in order for them to actually hear you. Then the appearance. And, you know, again, the rule of thumb with appearance here is that your appearance shouldn't distract people from your professional competence, but it should really help emphasize it, right? Because remember, as I mentioned before, while appearance only makes up 5% of executive presence, it is the filter, right? That people will make a decision right away if they're even going to listen to you. And so even before people get a chance to assess your gravitas or your communication skills, they've already have an impression of you based on the way that you look. And if they don't think you look adequate in the first place, um, they're not even going to bother assessing those other values. And But when people see that you are dressed for success, that you're in control of your general appearance, they automatically conclude that you're responsible in other matters too, right? So, you know, bottom line is that you want to make sure that you dress for success. Look at those who are successful. Look at those that individuals that you respect and that you see and you deem to have executive presence and emulate that. What if you could pinpoint the invisible ceilings limiting your success? Imagine having clarity on your strengths and barriers so you can take action and gain unstoppable momentum to advance as a future-ready leader. Well, that's exactly what the Beyond Barriers quiz will help you discover. You'll get your personalized score based on the 25 essential elements proven to accelerate success in the digital age, so you can understand what's holding you back and where to focus your efforts. The Beyond Barriers quiz is completely free and takes just a few minutes. Go to imbeyondbarriers.com slash quiz and take the quiz today. So, 
you might be saying, okay, great. You've broken this down, the whole gravitas, communication, and appearance. It sounds great, but where do I even begin? You need to start from the inside. Executive presence isn't just about how others perceive you, but it's also how you perceive yourself. And if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't have self-confidence in your own abilities and you allow that self-doubt to be apparent, no matter what clothes you're wearing, power suit that you have on, whatever it is that you're trying to say, um, if you can't turn that inner critic in your head to an inner coach, then you aren't going to exude that gravitas that you need to get that executive presence. So becoming self-aware is extremely important. There was an article I read by um, that was in the MIT Sloan Management Review, and they cited that self-awareness was the most important capability for leaders to develop. Part of the process in, in creating executive, present, uh, executive presence is really understanding how others perceive you in both good and bad ways, right? Understanding and appreciating what's what's good about you and, and doubling down on those strengths, but also understanding how they're perceiving you in a negative light and how you can shift that, right? But it takes that self-awareness. So you have to be proactive and continuously seeking out feedback specifically related to executive presence, asking people, you know, how did I appear when I presented? Did I appear confident? Did I appear calm and collected when people asked me questions? You know, really understanding in various situations how you came across your appearance, your gravitas, and how you communicated. And then ultimately mastering body language. That is the other key of really understanding that a substantial part of executive presence is that body language, making sure that even under stressful situations that you appear relaxed and comfortable and confident, but also understanding that sometimes cultural nuances, the way that you have been like the societal norms, the way that you handle yourself may not be in the best light. So making sure that you are, you know, making contact in some cultures, eye contact with elders or eye contact with people in, you know, in um, important positions is frowned upon. But in the context of business and the corporate world, and and really exuding executive presence, you have to make eye contact. It's another part of effective communication and executive presence. And it'll help you. And when you can actually look someone in the eye and listen to them and actively listen and you're speaking, it also makes you appear self-assured and it helps people understand that you are listening to them. Because sometimes when you don't make eye contact, it appears that you're disengaged or that maybe you're being dishonest or that you're hiding something. Um, so make sure that you understand what are some of these cultural nuances that you might have that you've got to shift because you need to, it, to really develop that executive presence. Understanding your posture, right? Keeping, ha ma making sure like, are you arms folded? Like, does that really make people feel like they're being listened to or anything of the sort? Really thinking about what are, you know, how do you create that open, safe space and communication and make sure that people feel like they can address you, but also where you're standing confident and, you know, shoulders back, chin down, and really making that eye contact and speaking. But the most important is that poker face or those facial expressions of really coming across with that calm demeanor that you convey, you know, 
um, emotions, you know, you're nodding your head, you're smiling, you know, when you're trying to make put people at ease, that you're you're basically human, right? And making sure that you are giving them cues that you're listening, but you're confident and all of these things. And it boils down to practice makes perfect, right? I mean, because sometimes you might feel stiff when you're doing something that you're not used to. So at the end of the day, even though when you see senior leaders who have great executive presence, and it almost seems effortless, it doesn't come naturally. They've practiced it. They've practiced the words that they're going to say. They've practiced the posture. They've practiced the you know, the active listening things, they've done all of these things. So practice makes, you know, one of these things, it'll make it more effortless and repetition causes retention, right? And so the more you repeat these things, it'll become more of a habit and it'll become more effortless and easy to exude executive presence. But I hope that this session, this quick session or this breakdown of what executive presence is, helps you understand that It's not this elusive, mystical thing that you'll never acquire. You can acquire it, but it is going to take that self-introspection, that self-awareness, and you really understanding how do you exude gravitas and confidence? How do you work on that communication? And how do you make sure that you dress for success and you feel powerful so that when you walk into a room, people can immediately say, there it is there's that executive presence. I hope you found this helpful and we look forward to other sessions as well. Take care. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Barriers podcast. There are thousands of podcasts out there and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and tell a friend about it and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Visit IamBeyondBarriers.com where you'll find show notes, links, and the best way to connect with our guests. See you next episode.